Hi guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. I'm your host, Hotshot Ginger, and with me I have the video game inclined hot or er, that's nope. Giant music. How's it going, buddy? I'm what? I'm not video game inclined? You're what what are you trying to say? Is it inclined? No, it's video game challenged, I guess. I'm not challenged. You are a little bit. In video games? Yeah. No. Anyway, guys, uh, yeah, so <laughs> in today's topic, we're talking about our, uh, this is episode 97 on our road to 100, which means it is a My Pick podcast, and My Pick, I wanted to talk about Nintendo games, but before we get into that, uh, Jane did tell me off podcast he had something to announce real quick, so you want to go ahead and get that out of the way? Very quickly, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's been streaming the podcast uh, from India. For some reason, we are booming in India and getting like 100 listens a day consistently. Um, and I just wanted to point to you, you guys. There's a video version of the podcast if you want to enjoy it. And we are on Facebook. And I just kind of want to remind you that we're on all these different platforms. And we would really appreciate you guys to follow us there. Uh, check out the links in the description because it's really a way to help us grow the podcast for free. So just just a shout out to my Indian folks. That's all I wanted to start with. All right. That's all I wanted to say. And with that out of the way, so for our Nintendo picks, there were a couple rules in stipulation here that might get bended a little bit because you guys know this podcast. You know, we don't really listen to our own stipulations. We tried going as Nintendo straight and savvy as we possibly could, but there are some games that like aren't made by Nintendo themselves that have made their way onto Nintendo consoles like the GameCube or the Wii U or anything like that. So we went ahead and counted those as valid picks. And with uh, that being said, Jane, what actually went into making your list? Because I didn't know how much Nintendo you actually A, played, or B, even knew about. You actually messaged me so, off, off podcast saying, hey, what other consoles are there besides the Switch and the NES? Yeah, so I started off with the good old Google search, anime Nintendo games. And I started scrolling through. I was like, oh, I know this one. Oh, I know that one. Oh, I played this one. And I started... Like, putting together a list of five games. No, more than five games that I enjoyed or would like to talk about on the podcast. And then I started looking through other consoles and found uh, new games that I'd never played before but look really fun and I'd like to discuss. So, basically, I really went through uh, all these games. And I, for me, the, like, the, the ground rule here is it has to be anime-based. Some sort of anime... Uh, influence has to be within the game to make it on the podcast so all my games are very much anime based and they're all from uh nintendo or are on a nintendo console uh so i stated uh, i think only one of my picks is like not straight up from nintendo uh and is a uh, in collaboration with nintendo so that's basically what went into my picks i'll probably be sure to tell you like um actually that's not nintendo <laughs> but we'll we'll deal with that when it comes uh what, what went into mine was I've played so many Nintendo, but Nintendo a lot of the time will have um, a certain formula for certain franchises like uh, Pokemon being a turn-based or Mario being a 2D or 3D platform or anything like that. I tried to um, to go some of those franchises, but 
where they branched out in a different gameplay style. So where it was totally different than the original. That's what I tried to go off of. Okay, very cool, very cool. They've, um, they've done that a few times, actually. But there is one from my many? my childhood that I I really want to talk about because it's still a big part of my life. Right on, but how many times have they done that, just out of curiosity? They, they've done it quite a number of times. I don't have an exact number because I know they've done it more than I have on my list. They've done it for several other franchises. They've done it for Mario quite a few times, for Kirby quite a few times, for uh, Fire Emblem. For they, They've done it for a lot of their different series. So I don't have all of them. I don't know all of them, but I know that they're not shy to extend the boundary of what they're used to. Okay, very cool. Uh, would you like to go first or should I go first? Uh, you go ahead and go first because I have less of a chance to pick one of yours that way. Knowing our luck, I'm well, going I, to. I feel like I'm pretty safe with my picks. I feel like if I pick this specific one right now, this is like the only one that you might have. Uh, so I'm going to start with this one. I'm going to start uh, from the PlayStation 3. Uh, I'm going to start with Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm. No reaction? No reaction because that's not even on a Nintendo console. It's on a Nintendo Switch, apparently. Oh, yeah, because it just recently got ported. <laughs> like this year, yeah, it got so, ported. I don't know. When I was Googling and looking up uh, Naruto, uh, like anime Nintendo games, this one came up. The Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm series. Uh, so... I mean, is it, like, not at all by Nintendo? No, not at all. It it was out on PS3 years before Nintendo even did that. Years before it even ported it. I mean, from what, from my from my understanding, it's a remastered version that was put on the, the Switch back it, it in does, it doesn't say It doesn't say remastered. It's just the three Storm games bundled up together. That's really all it is. But, I mean, it's on your list, so hey, go ahead. I mean, from my... Uh, okay, my research... I got, like, a, a statement saying that uh, a remastered version of the game... Uh, released in the trilogy format was made available uh, in April 26, 2018 on Nintendo Switch. So that's why I'm counting it as a Nintendo game. All right. Look, I've bend the rules before, so, so I'll try not to do it so much. But you can only bend the rules so much before they absolutely snap. No, I get that. But at the same time, I want you to call me out on this stuff. So like, let's have a conversation about it. Like, I understand that this is not straight up a Nintendo game. Yeah. But at the same time, if Nintendo's going to adopt is, it, and it, is, it is and everything... It is playable on a Nintendo system, so I will give you that. What I wanted to do mainly was, if it is playable on a Nintendo system, that it's only playable on Nintendo. Like, you can't get it anywhere else. Like, the Storm Trilogy, for example, I have on PS4. And it actually came out on PS4 and Xbox One long before it came out on the Switch. Like... For, oh, exactly, for, but... For some, for some reason, Nintendo is really, really slow in picking up, like, uh, picking up gener or not generation console spaced out games or console shared games like they're they're really slow to the draw on it where Xbox and PlayStation it happens like at the same time. Okay, well from when I did my research and I typed in anime Nintendo games, yeah. like this one was like one of the first to pop up. Okay, right. It, it, it yeah. popped and up. It popped up probably due to the popularity of the game because Storm is an awesome game. It's the it's, it's the best. I really enjoy this game. But before getting uh before getting into this game, like to me, like this goes back to like. How a bit of how I, I, I saw my picks. Um, I feel like Nintendo is much, it's a bit more narrow in just everything that's anime. Uh, it's like more, way more arcade-based stuff, in my opinion. Uh, there's a couple of fighters and stuff, but like they don't have a super huge, they're not like the anime they're uh, not, creators they're not of video games. They're not, super you know? they're not super huge, but that's why off podcast, when I reminded you of the uh, our Japanese games that we had, like almost none of my picks were um, had actual anime to them. Like one or two of them did, but most of them didn't. And I chose Nintendo specifically for the fact that 
it is a Japanese company. It started in Japan. And there are some series that they have that actually do have anime. Like Mario has uh, has one an- or one anime special. Mm. And it's terrible, mm-hmm. but it still has an anime special. But then there's series like uh, uh, Fire Emblem that is very heavily anime based. Um, Legend of Zelda, which is like the designs and everything look very, very anime. So that's why I decided to count. I count it mainly for the fact that it's animated Japanese video games. And that is exactly what it is because anime is animated Japanese cartoons. I just did it for video games. Right, okay. So let's let's get back more into the pick here. Um, I, I think it's important to have these, like, not off-topic, but, like, off-pick conversations to really establish, like, what we were thinking going into our picks. Uh, so Ultimate Ninja Storm, obviously, is part of a trilogy. I even think there's a fourth one, if I'm not mistaken. That's and the it one was that remastered. you and I play. Yeah. Sorry. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. No worries. Uh, it was remastered in 2018 for the, uh, from the PS3 to be ported over to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, and... I love it. There's 25 playable uh, fighters, and uh, you really this this uh, this specific game is like the gateway from uh, awesome Naruto games, uh, just in general. I don't know how to say, it, but this this was like the first Naruto game that I played that wasn't Chron- Chronicles or that wasn't Ultimate Ninja uh, that I really truly enjoyed. That I I thought. Uh, had uh, beautiful 3D battle arenas and a lot of uh, mobility or combos and uh, a great storyline. Uh, obviously, the, uh, taking on the the, the original Naruto uh, storyline with everything. Uh, but I don't know why, but like it, it was made in this specific way where everything felt a bit more intense to me. Like the rivalry between Sasuke and Naruto, which are on the cover of this game, uh, just felt way more real to me. So just in general, this game uh, is an amazing anime game i loved it um just just so for my recollection you play the original storm right that's the one yes, you're talking about right now a lot okay yes all right i just wanted to get clarification there because i because naruto when it comes to naruto storm i have talked about it before on on uh, naruto games and on anime based games so we have talked a lot about this one but that's just because of how awesome a game it actually is following the entirety of um the entirety of original naruto's story be it the, uh, throughout the filler or without the filler, I mean, and just the three D, three uh, D battle fighting with uh, tag team assists, it it really does fit well. And even hell, you actually had tag team assists in the original Ultimate Ninja series too, uh, where that one was a foreground background fighter. This one's like a battle three D arena. Yes, and, and it included like really cool things. Like Ultimate Ninja on PS two had like these like boss battles, which were fun with like summonings. But now you get to do these as like a three D thing. Which made it even cooler. And the other thing that I really enjoyed about this is that uh, I felt like it took what from uh, Ultimate Ninja once, once again and uh, a, uh, included the Awakening mode. The Awakening mode is so cool in that game. And it was like the first, whoa, okay, I'm going gates here. Whoa, I'm using the uh, the the Nine Tails uh, chakra. Like I just it took those uh, forms and those like whatever you want to call them um, and made them even more intense. That's that's what this game made it to me. Like it just took Naruto. And just intensified all of the action and everything you enjoyed about Naruto in general. It did. Uh, you might you might have to get the original Storm so we can play it at some point because I really want to play the original with you. Did um? I mean, we'll start with with Sonic Racing, bro. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Uh, let me uh, let me ask you this because I didn't don't know if you did know this. Did you know once you beat the story in the original Storm, you can uh, still take on the missions, but when you take on the battle missions, you can. Uh, instantly awaken if you're like naruto lee or sasuke you can go into the fight i didn't, I didn't know awakened. that no i did not know that like as like nine tails naruto or just like awaken mode naruto as like nine tail naruto eight eight gates lee eight 
Gates guy, Curse Mark Sasuke. Um, basically, if they have those a form playable change. characters, huh? uh, but those become playable characters, or do you start with Naruto in that form and then you'll like recede back to original Naruto? You'll start with him in that form, but that form is permanent throughout the fight. Ah, that's amazing. That's something I do like a lot, but I mean. This game is still one of my favorites. It's probably one of my favorite. I was honestly going to say fighting game ever, but it's honestly just one of my favorite games ever, to be honest. So that's really all I got to say on it. Cause I mean, otherwise I just gush on it for hours. I mean, honestly, Hotshot, I, I picked this and I bent the rules for you. Like this wasn't like through a mistake or anything like that. No, 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 no. Like I picked this for you because I know how much you enjoy that game. And and I, that's that's what happened. So I, I like to retract my previous statement. This is not a mistake. Definitely to please you on this podcast. That's that's what happened. Oh yeah, no, that six minutes of discussion of uh, you fucking up had absolutely nothing to do with you picking this. No, it was for you the whole time. You get it. Ah, oh, there you go. All right, your first pick, buddy. All right, this is a staple in Nintendo games in my eyes. I've played every iteration. And I love every iteration. I don't own every iteration, sadly. Uh, Super Smash Brothers. Oh my gosh. I love, no, I love uh, Super Smash Brothers, but I want to challenge you. What's anime based about this? Yes. You have, uh, uh, if you have to relate it. Yeah. You have Fire yeah. Emblem characters in it. And you have uh, Icarus characters in it. Like uh, Kid Icarus and Platunia. You have anime characters in it. What? Oh, what the, what series are they from? Uh, Kid, Ic uh, Kid Icarus is from his self-named Kid Icarus series. And Fire Emblem has, uh, God. That's where I forget Fire Emblem characters. You have Lucinia, um, Ike, Marth. Like there, there's a whole bunch of Fire Emblem characters in there. Unfortunately, Fire Emblem itself isn't a series I know all that well yet. I'm trying to get into it, but there's a lot of anime inspired characters in there. Oh, Kid Icarus actually has a uh, anime series in there himself and Mario's in it. So, and I've established very early that Mario has a very bad anime special. Yeah, he has like an OVA. Uh, that's hilarious. I, I think like, we, uh, just going forward, we need to bring these games, uh, to the scope of anime as much as possible just to, like, explain it. But, like, obviously, everyone knows this game. Yeah. Like, this game is just the best. Because it's a world It's Nintendo. Everyone knows Nintendo, except for you, apparently. But Smash Bros. being one of my biggest childhood games ever, um, hell, even throughout elementary school, I played, um, the N64 Smash a lot with uh with a few kids in my class then especially when melee came out for the gamecube i loved melee i fell in love so hard with melee i didn't like brawl all that much but then when ultimate came back around then they uh they won me back over it's it's a great party no, game sure. you're smashing your favorite characters you can have up to like eight or 16 players at a time and it's just pure utter madness and it's a game that i still love even to this day and one mini game in it that i still love is the uh, home run challenge mm, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah do you know what that actually is or are you just agreeing i've heard of it before i've heard of it before and i've seen my friends play it i don't remember like specifically but i've heard of it before the uh, home run the home so, run challenge please. The home run challenge is a Mr. Sandbag and you have 10 seconds to damage it as much as you possibly can before grabbing the bat and then just smacking it as far away as you can. Wow. It, I just want to highlight. Go for it. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Uh, when I was playing this one time, I had Donkey Kong and I couldn't, I couldn't do anything good with him. But the only thing I, I knew was really good with Donkey Kong was that if you charge up his punch for a really long time, and you actually hit someone with it, like it's over. You know what I'm saying? Um, I may, I'm mainly a Kirby player. I love playing as Kirby because I just float around stage and everything. And I just like, you've seen me on Brawl Hollow. I like to dodge, dodge a lot. Um, and I feel like Kirby has the right mobility for the that. Problem that. Is, one time, the problem is with DK yeah. getting the time to charge your punch. Because keep in mind, everyone is coming after you at the exact same time. So 
getting to no, an area where we you can were safely teams. charge. Yeah, we were playing teams. And basically, I had DK on the far left of the map. I forget what specific map. Like, on the far left, like, I, 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 someone hit me, I fall off. And he, the, I forget which character. I think my friend was playing a Zelda or something. And long story short, he smashes the character towards me. And he's like, let's go now. And I, like, was charging my punch for the longest time. And I hit the character right as, as he was coming towards me as I was DK. And knocked out, bro. Just like, just like the, the cloud. <sighs> Oh, it was the best smash ever. Honestly, when things like that happen, it is like the best feeling. Or if you're if you're in a free for all and you're playing anything past brawl, so you're, if you're playing brawl or uh, ultimate, and you get a smash ball, the absolute fear of everyone in the room is the greatest. A hundred percent. Okay, that's all I had to say personally on. Yeah, it. I did. That's all I got too. Just smash is honestly smash is one of my favorite games too. So that's really all I got. When we were talking about Akira on the podcast a few uh, maybe like a year ago at this point, uh, I made a meme. I was like, "I right, will you play the Akira game for your channel, Hotshot?" You're like, "Is that a thing?" I said, "Yes, that's a thing." It came out in uh, 1988, and you're like, "I'm never gonna play that." Hotshot, you won't play it, but you will talk about it because my, that's my next pick from the NES. Uh, Akira. The Akira game. That's the thing, dude. And I already don't like it. <laughs> I've, like, seen, like, gameplay of it on YouTube. Like, there's one playthrough. And literally, there's a text box the whole time. The, a te well, I mean, what do you mean by a text box? Like, like the, the entire you are time. Always not, talking. Not, just, not just when characters are talking? Just when characters are talking. You're just, like, talking the whole way through the game. From what, from what I saw. Like, I saw, like, only the one full gameplay video. It's, like, an hour and some long. And you're literally just talking the whole time and just typing, typing. It's just text the whole time. It looks, like, not fun at all. But at the same time, Akira's a really good movie. Honestly, if you, made, if, you made Akira, if you made Akira, like, a racing game or, like, a race to destination points or anything like that, I feel like it would have done better than just talking. I mean, the genres for this game is, uh adventure and visual novel so i think that makes okay sense. well that's probably why then because visual novel you have absolutely no control of the character it's just it's it's a visual novel occasionally it'll give you choices to go through but other than that it's a comic that you're turning the pages with a controller basically i mean there's a market for that i'm sure yeah i love i love visual novel games i just probably wouldn't like akira <laughs> no fair enough uh so, yeah, a story, the player takes the role of Canada, who begins the game when his motorcycle gang is taken into police custody after the abduction of their friend Tetsuo by the military. Yeah, the, the wiki is, like, very, very basic on this. There's nothing crazy about this. Uh, the gameplay progressed in the game by selecting actions from a list. Uh, the current location is depicted uh, in a static image, often redrawn from the movie. Yeah. Released, the game was released in 1988. It was released five months after the film. And the release coincides with the height of popularity of the Akira series. Yeah, nothing crazy. Uh, so the Famicom Sushuin magazine gave this game a rating out of 40. What What do you think out of 40? What is the rating of this game? If it's any higher than 13, I'm gonna cry. It is. It's higher than 13? A little bit, yeah. Oh, boo hoo hoo. A uh, little bit, 17? Exactly, yes. Shit, okay. <laughs> I mean, if you said like a, a lot, I would imagine that it would have gotten over a half score. But this got, this got a seventeen out of forty. I mean, I mean, there's probably there was probably a market for it though because it's Akira. So like, if you if you put anything that had a massive fan base or like did really well into a game, there's gonna be people that bought it and people that are gonna give into it. But still, even out of all that fan base, it didn't even do half 
this half the amount of score it just kind of hurts a little bit no yeah and i was looking more into it there's also a pinball akira game oh. uh, called akira psycho ball well, it came out in 2002 on the ps2 that's actually pretty cool yeah no i i'd, I'd be more for a pinball akira than i am for this <laughs> a visual novel for the uh, visual novel akira visual novel no thank you i'm good there's other series i'd like visual novels about more give me yeah, a Give me just, a give me a Soul Eater visual novel. <laughs> Let's see what we can do. That'd be cool. Soul Eater visual novel would be really cool. Like you're you play as a new student in the uh, Deathmeister Academy and like go and meet everyone and like choose routes. Like if you want to be a Keishin or a hunter, so and so. See, I have ideas. Probably better than this one. <laughs> all right, Hotshot. All right, that's all you got. What's your next pick? Yeah. All right. Mine's, There's not much to this game. Mine's another uh, another classic. One that if you haven't played, I know you've at least heard of. And if you haven't, you actually will make me cry. Uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Of course. Of course I've heard of this okay. game. Have you played this game? I've played it a little bit. I haven't played it much, but I have played it a little okay. bit. Okay. Ocarina of Time, so I, I said at the beginning of the podcast that I tried choosing games that, like, if they had a franchise beforehand that did something entirely different. Ocarina of Time is the first Zelda game, to my knowledge, to actually have a full-on uh, fleshed-out 3D world to explore, not just a uh, top-down view of a dungeon crawler. There's an actual world in to explore, actual characters to interact with, not just a dangerous to go alone, take this, and then go clear the dungeon. There's actual quests and storylines of characters that you follow. So, Queen of Time is just one of those one of those classic games that a whole lot of people know. Playing the game through Link. Um, getting a vision when you're a child, when you're a child, that Zelda is leaving the castle, uh, thanks to Ganondorf overrunning him, and then throwing the uh the ever named Ocarina of Time. Now, for the longest time, Jaden, I actually just want clarification from you because I don't know if you're on the same boat. For a long time, when I was a kid. Um, a lot of my classmates, me included, thought Link was actually Zelda. Did, no, Zelda's the princess, Link is Link. No, Link is Link. I knew Link was Link from the beginning. I was not one of those, oh, Zelda's the one we're playing. Nah, bro. Zelda is the princess. Link is the main character. Then why isn't it called Link? Because that's not what they called it, bro. Sorry, I'm just reliving my eighth grade PTSD. Le uh, legitimately, I didn't know you weren't Zelda until so I actually named my first save file Zelda until I got to the Hyrule Castle and um talked to Zelda for the first time and I was just like oh shit ever, ever since ever since then I was like okay so I'm not Zelda who the hell am I <laughs> I actually didn't know my name uh I actually didn't know it was Link until I played Smash Bros what year did this game came out uh Ocarina of Time was either 96 or 98 I think it was on the N64 oh okay okay I see I see um because I'm trying to, like, see if it had any influence on the anime series uh, of, Le of The Legend of Zelda. The Legend of Zelda has an anime series? I knew it had a cartoon series. I didn't know it had an anime series. Well, apparently it's an anime. Uh, That's what it's called. Like, uh, The Legend of Zelda, The Tale of the Reborn Hero in Asia is the is a anim 2016 anime produced by Protection LG and broadcasted on television station Tokyo uh, MX. Wait, it, it, was, it was on Crunchyroll. It was created in 2016? Yes. Then that's there, what I'm trying to see, like... Then there's probably yeah. some influence from our Ocarina of Time, but really, there have been so many different storylines and so many different angles have taken the Legend of, of Zelda story that it could honestly be its entirely new and separate thing. And you just have characters named Link, who's a hero, Zelda, who's the princess, and Gandorf, who's the evil bastard. And that's really it. Like, that, that is all you need. You just need those three characters and the Triforce, and you're set. You can do literally whatever else you want with them. Like, the, uh, the I, newest one, yeah. or one of the newest ones to come out, Breath of the Wild, had 
automatons and lasers. No, I see, but like the way you were describing like the generic Zelda plot, it sounds a lot like this anime here because like, uh, the anime stars Link as a farm boy living far uh, uh, from the kingdom. Uh, the Age of Darkness is about to begin with the king uh, Ganondorf taking over uh, the kingdom, while the princess Zelda disappearing. The people uh, hope for the hero of the Triforce pro prophecy, the wielder of the Triforce of courage, to appear and end uh, Ganondorf's takeover. Uh, however, uh, no one knows uh, who the hero might be. Uh, this makes Link's farm friend Linkle a girl who seeks out the legendary hero uh, to claim herself to be the hero of the prophecy and as such embarks on an adventure with Link tagging along to make sure she's safe. So I guess so that's basically Zelda, Star Wars, they're the same thing. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, like like I said, like, bringing this to the scope of anime, like, what are your thoughts when I describe that and, like, specifically Ocarina of Time? Honestly, Zelda getting an anime makes sense because... It's been one of the biggest biggest franchises, especially in Japan, for years. So for it to get the first one or its first official anime release, I'm entirely behind. I'm a little surprised they threw in Linkle as like the quote unquote main protagonist, though. That's actually a little surprising. Is Linkle's like not at all in Ocarina of Time? No, she's uh God, I don't I don't know where she came in. It might have been Spirit Tracks, it might have been uh Wind Waker, might have been Four Swords. Um, she's in Hyrule Warriors, but that's really the only place I've seen her. But then again, I haven't played every Zelda game because there's like at least 14. Right, right, right. But like other than Linkle uh, in that description, does that basically fits the bill for like Ocarina of Time in your opinion? It, 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 pretty, much, it pretty much fits the bill with Zelda going missing, which means she's either A, um, going to reappear at some point and just straight up help Link and Linkle, or B, she's going to turn into her counterpart Sheik and end up helping everyone. So it, it honestly, it makes sense to, to do something like that in the Zelda in the Zelda universe. Yeah. Honestly, I'm a bit curious though. I might check this one out yeah and then not check it out <laughs> yeah i'll say i'll check it out so that means i've checked it out we're good it's fine yeah, yeah. google's it all right we're done here <laughs> but orcarina time is is one of the one of the three zelda games i've actually fully beaten um out of like the eight that i've played <laughs> so it's it's nice. just always always a good one to actually go back to in fact recently um and when i say recently i mean like during the beginning of lockdown and all that when that was going on i uh bought the remaster of that and majora's mask for my 3ds that's awesome dude that's awesome but that's really all i got on orcarina time and really zelda because it honestly if you say, if you just say the name zelda a lot of people are already gonna know oh yeah i love i haven't met anyone that actually just straight up hates zelda or like even hates nintendo to be honest no i agree okay this next pick of mine uh, is gonna be a bit of a of a rule bender i don't know like i still you like, picked this naruto franchise, ninja i think that's as far as you can bend the rules I, I feel like this one might just bend it a bit more be in that same vein but like i i still argue that like it's on a nintendo console exclusively on a nintendo console from what i've seen uh i am picking l the prologue to death note spiraling trap on the nintendo ds we have such different approaches on this podcast bro i swear i mean yeah you you focus just purely on the anime aspect where if you've seen it on screen as an anime on its own and it happens to be a game it counts me i'm just going on nintendo because i know what nintendo I mean, means i mean i know what anime means <laughs> we yeah. compliment each other so bro. you're going off of what anime means i'm going off what nintendo means it's fine we're good i don't yeah, hate you it totally works all. out <laughs> okay so basically, because remember uh, off podcast, I was telling you I, I might have to recycle one of my p picks. Yeah. Uh, this one is very similar to uh, 
Death Note Kira games where we had a, a, the whole werewolf situation. Um, or Town of Salem uh, type of game. This game is basically like an escape uh, an escape uh, room adventure. Where basically you start as a player. You choose like uh, what gender and all that stuff. like Kind of like a Pokemon thing. Oh, uh, what's your name again? <laughs> and then... Uh, L appears uh, on the screen and you he helps you and guides you on how to like disarm traps and figure out a way out of the building. And that's basically the concept of the game. It doesn't look like crazy. It came out in 2008 um, and you're basically like an FBI agent who's like knocked out during the, this investigation. And uh, you have to like try to get out of this uh, hotel that you're in. And uh, that's it. Like uh, on the on screen, L will give you like, uh, oh, try to get out of it. Do this and do that. And it gives you tips and you like. Work your way out of the hotel. So basically, I don't even know if like Hira's in this one. I don't think so. I feel like they just take the, the Death Note, a like, character of L, and they're like, "All right, he's a genius, so let's put him in this plot," which is kind of cool. So is it kind of like an escape room thing? Exactly that. Okay. But like your guide is L or you are L. Y your guide is L. You are an FBI agent. Okay. So it's an escape room slash mystery solving kind of deal, or is it just yes. the just the traps in the escape room? Well, there's like mystery to it where like okay. you don't know exactly what's going on. So yeah, no, a bit of everything. Okay. Well, it makes sense for uh, for Death Note to have something like that. Um, for Kira not to be in it, though, like he he may he may be he may not be. We don't know. We haven't played this. But if Kira isn't in it, that's kind of an impressive uh, impressive choice. But at the same time, it could be used as like a training ground, like L training, like his like quote unquote his special forces or something like that. Of like these guys know how to actually get in and out and around <laughs> because they're trained by me. Yeah, I or, mean, or like, tra like training there's... training special investigators, I guess. Basically, like I, there's not much more to this game to that. Like it, it looks like a pretty like I'm looking online. There's like these gameplay videos that are under an hour, so doesn't seem like there's much to this game <laughs> after like oh okay. This no. seems like a free to download game. Like hey. Hey, do the escape room and your uh your guide is L. By the way, it's all in Japanese speech and text. So good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I, I played like I played a few games like that. It's just me mindlessly clicking. Like, I don't know what this does, but let's find out. Yeah, basically you got L on your PDA and you're just like moving around. That's basically it. Or he just pops up like uh like in Star Fox, just pops up below your screen, just has um l either with cake or sitting on his uh like squatting down like he usually does and then just says what he says yeah and like you have like an l communicator window and that's how you communicate with l um that's basically everything i had to say on the on, the, on this game there's not there's not yeah, much it, it doesn't really sound like there's a whole lot to that one i mean it it sounds it sounds cool for what it is for being a uh a death note game that actually fits the genre of death note being a mystery solver in escape room and stuff but that's really all I got. It just seems like it fits with the universe. All right, your next pick, bro. All right. uh, next up is uh, a universe that I actually just recently got into, um, especially like be uh, in the beginning or so of quarantine and everything like that. Uh, the universe of Paper Mario. You know the? Uh, do you know this one? Paper Mario? No, I don't. Paper Mario. So when you think Mario, you think uh, platformer, right? Just like get from point a to point b avoid obstacles kill enemies and save the princess at the end of the day right okay paper mario is different in which it has you go through different worlds and the first one does still have you look for princess peach but you actually save her like very early on and then the rest of it is just finding bowser but it's not um it's not a 2d platformer or anything like that it's an rpg so so weird so it's an rpg <laughs> it's an rpg where you can use items you can um so you can use items you can level up mario you can get more health 
especially when it goes into Paper Mario, like um, Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door, Paper Mario, the Origami King, or Paper Mario Color Splash. All, all of the Paper Mario games, except for the first one, are actually turn-based RPGs where you actually do damage to a group of enemies who come up to you. Like A lot in the same way of like a Final Fantasy aspect or a Pokemon aspect. So it's a very different turn than what you're used to for Mario. But I instantly fell in love with the universe because I love Mario and the designs of everyone are so fucking cute and it's honestly really solid play because i mean it's still mario um okay you, okay the plot here like you're rescuing peach right that's still in, happening in, right? the, in the first one yes okay well i'm sorry like as the anime scope guy uh that's basically what the, that anime mario thing is because the name of that anime Mario is Super Mario Bros. The Great Res the Great Mission to Rescue Princess Peach. Yeah, so it covers literally every adaptation of Mario. <laughs> Be it Paper <laughs> Mario or this Mario or Mario Sunshine or Mario Galaxy. Every Mario, he's rescuing Peach. The only difference is in this one, Peach is actually rescued like after you clear the first world. And Peach <laughs> is, is, is Peach it, made out of paper? Yeah. Every, every, everyone and everything is made out of paper. And Peach in this is there a thing with like fire? Huh? Is they 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 use, they use like fire and stuff like that. Um they use like fire moves, but it doesn't really like burn the paper. Think magic paper. Like it doesn't burn, but it can uh you can wrinkle them like you basically you can find a toad and like crush him into a ball like wad a piece of paper and throw him and he's still alive just crumpled in that ball you can uh, okay, okay that's cool you can rip him you can fold him um the only thing they really don't like is getting wet and soggy and one other one that i that i play a lot is mario color or paper mario color smash where everyone gets their color drained and you have to hit them with a paint filled hammer in order to get their paint back and get them back to normal it's gonna be like a very like so you play this game a lot right i i play this one quite a bit yeah and i played a lot of the iterations one, one of my uh like questions like do you like as far as the sound effects in that video game is it the same sound effects as like the classic super mario bros do you hear a lot of those in the yeah when you play that so game? yeah so the jump noise is still kind of the same the thwop noise is still kind of the same it's still Mario World. It it's just paper. That's like, really cool because like I'm the, just like the la the last one that came out and it came out this year is uh, Paper Mario: The Origami King. Um, so when you're exploring the world, eventually you'll come across like these pits that are like held together by like scaffolding and pipes and stuff. But you can use confetti to fill up the hole and and fix the world. No, it's really cool. I just wanted to say that uh, when comparing this to the anime movie. Uh, the, uh, they also use the the Super Mario Bros. sound effects in the in the movie. From what I'm getting from my research, yeah, because so it's so I Mario. Think it's really cool. Yeah, but I think it's really cool that like they have these specific like trademark points or like staples that like go from an anime to a video game. You know what I mean? I just think that's like a really awesome thing that like audio can traverse that different medium. Honestly, yeah. Sorry, I was trying to think of a retort and I have nothing. <laughs> I just, I just no, have, an, I just have an agreement, and that's really all I got. <laughs> no, no, okay. I, I just thought like yeah, the mic cut out or something. Yeah, I'm totally cool. Th this one, all right. It, that's it. Cover it covers a lot of different uh, consoles and everything with different iterations. But out of all the ones I've played, I love all of them. The one that I want to play the most is Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door, but I can't. It's a GameCube only, and everywhere I look, it's over five hundred dollars to get. Yeah, don't, don't. That's why I haven't. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, my next pick. Yep. So this so one. So this is your fourth pick. Just so you know. Fourth pick. Yes. Uh, this one is a uh, old, old school one. It's even older than uh, Akira. Uh, I'm picking from the NES. 
I'm picking Dragon Power. I've never heard of this one. Dragon Power. Uh, it's an action-based game uh, based on Dragon Ball. That makes sense. So basically, I was honestly thinking it was, I was honestly thinking and kind of hoping it was more Dragon Quest, but hearing that it's Dragon Ball makes sense why you'd pick it. All right, so um, the Japanese name for it is... Uh, I, I need to say it just because it, it sounds so cool. Dragon Ball Shinran no, no Nazo. Uh, basically, from what I gathered, uh, it came out in 1986 in Japan, and then... It was uh, remade uh, in an altered version, and in March 1988, it came out as Dragon Ball, uh, Dragon Power, uh, in the United States, like outside of Japan, and uh, it was basically like a divor divorced version of the Dragon uh, Dragon Ball original game. Uh, I've seen gameplay footage of this. Basically, you're like this very altered version of Goku. Like the character has black hair. Uh, I think uses a sword or some sort of like a stick, like uh, like the magical stick he has, and uh, has a tail. And you're collecting Dragon Balls, uh, and you have like characters on the loading screen, such as uh, the turtle and Bulba. And at the very end, you gather all seven Dragon Balls and summon Shenron. It's a platformer where you fight enemies and you have a boss battle at the end. And it's just like a really cool. Uh, you can see like the beginnings, the very beginnings of Dragon Ball in that game. Like the, you're talking original Dragon Ball, right? This isn't Z. No, original of Dragon Ball. Like he, it roughly follows like the original uh, uh, season of Dragon Ball, where you know he that that whole that when they they're looking for the Dragon Balls at the beginning of the Dragon Ball series, and then you you encounter like enemies and you fight them and everything, uh, and then. Uh, Eventually on, there's like a, a tournament. Uh, so there's a little bit of like the Dragon Ball storyline uh, spread a, uh, spread across in there. I don't know how to feel about this one exactly because you say you're not exactly Goku, just a character with black hair and a sword, but it follows like, Dragon I Ball feel story. like it looks, I feel like it's Goku, but it's like, you can tell that it's like a bit altered. Like, you know it's Dragon Ball because there's still like Shenron at the end. Bulma's there. Uh, a, a character that's very, that looks a lot like Bulma is there. A character that looks a lot like Goku is there. You can tell it's based from Dragon Ball. I don't know if I'd check this this one out. It, sound, it sounds kind of, I mean, I know we're, I know we're going completely offhand because obviously neither one of us have played this. And hell, I didn't even look, know the name until you started talking about it. It just sounds like one of those ones that just, it got made just for the sake of being made, like to, to meet a quota for that year, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm looking at uh, here and it, says, it sounds like they renamed characters like Bulma is known as Nora, Yamcha is Lancer, Oolong is known as Pudgy, <laughs> Dragon Ball, Dragon Balls are called Crystal Balls. Are you are you sure and this you know isn't what? like a bootleg or something? No, it's a remake. It's a it's an altered remake version. It's a divorced version from the original Dragon okay. Ball game. Okay. Um, okay. But uh, and you know what they call the Kamehameha? Oh God, what? Wind wave. <laughs> why do I kind of like that? Like, obviously not more than Kamehameha, of course. But why do I kind of like the idea of Wind Wave being a name for for a move? I don't know. Uh, I think there's the peel offs in there too. So you know, like really old G Dragon Ball, uh, Dragon Power on the NES. That's my pick. Okay, uh, I might have to look like research into this one just to see like how absurd that is. Because if you, if you do, if you do follow the Dragon Ball story, just use the Dragon Ball characters. You don't really need to reskin anything. But but I don't know. Maybe they had a reason. Maybe it just happened for I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was just a money thing. I I, le because I legitimately reasons. I'm legitimately dumbfounded on this one. All right, your turn, Hotshot. Okay. Uh, next up, it's another Legend of Zelda game. And arguably, this one is my favorite Zelda game, but it is also one that is wildly hated because of basically a lot of people say it's not Zelda. Um, this is the Legend of Zelda Hyrule Warriors. 
Have you have you heard Never of this? Never heard one of this. At all? Okay. No. Hyrule no. Warrior. Have you heard of uh, like Samurai Warriors or Dynasty Warriors? Not even. This is complete te- new territory. So the Warrior games um, basically have you as a one person going against an entire army of people. Like you have you have your army and everything too behind you, but you control one character and you have to take control of bases, um, defeat certain bosses, help out your play- fellow playable characters, and defeat the final boss in order to assure victory in almost every map and it's just uh if you remember when i talked about uh anime games before when i brought up the game from berserk um actually i talked about that in in the bloodiest murders when i talked about guts himself um i remember yeah when i said that game is you are just guts and you are going through wave after wave after wave of enemies taking territories and things it's exactly that it's just this is a a legend of zelda skin for it so yeah I think it's like a cool concept, but at the, at the same time, uh, I feel like it's like the most non-anime thing we've discussed so far, just because it doesn't compare from like that anime series for Zelda. Um, I'm like, honestly, my reaction is more like confused as to like, how, literally, what does this have to do with anime is actually my reaction. It's Legend anime. of Zelda and Legend of Zelda has an anime. I told you I'm going specifically Nintendo. Not all of mine are no, going to no, have our no. tight Nintendo tie-ins or tight right, anime right, tie-ins. But we still- right, but like... Why I said to that or originally was we still have to bring it to the scope of anime. You know what I mean? Because we're still on anime podcasters and we're still discussing anime. But like that's why I'm saying that compared to the previous Legend of Zelda pick, where a storyline resembled the anime uh, series, right? You know, this one feels like much more like a war-based thing and like a, a divide and conquer thing, which doesn't sound like it relates as much as to the the anime version of Zelda. So this one to me feels like the most. Uh, outlier one out of all the the anime based ones we've discussed so far is the point I'm trying to make. So that's why I'm asking you, what does it bring in terms of anime? Uh, literally, just the fact that Zelda has another anime and that's it. Like I, I really feel like honestly, it it's it's the fact that. that- it's the fact that Zelda has always had that kind of anime look when it comes to creating the characters. Link looks like he belongs in a fairy tale anime. So does Zelda. So does Sia. Like everyone has that anime design and style and look because they were animated in Japan. So they all have that certain style. They might not have a series or a manga or anything like that for this series because this series is a collection of characters from previous Zelda games. So there's. Uh, characters from Wind Waker, there's characters from uh, Twilight Princess, they're Link from, like, there's a costume from uh, Orcarina of Time, and it basically ties in, like, or it doesn't tie in because it's not canon to anything. It has a whole bunch of different elements from different uh, Legend of Zelda aspects. Like I said, Linkle is a playable character in this one, and that's where I know her from, so the fact that the anime used her just kind of surprised me a little bit, just because I don't know her original story. But it's, you're you're right, It, it isn't link like going to save the princess and and everything like that but it does still have the power of the triforce and like the the power of the courage hero will rise up reunite the triforce master sword it basically has everything that you would imagine when you hear legend of zelda it just might not be that strictly what you're looking for in anime no yeah like what i'm gathering from what you're saying is that like zelda kind of always had that anime aesthetic in the games yeah um and that continues in this game Uh, which is cool i guess but like at at the same time that's why i said i said earlier i um honestly like i like i really don't know this game too much and it sounds like a cool game but uh, in the spirits of anime podcast 
fantastic. Like I, this one's kind of on the lower tier for me just because that's what like uh, I'm trying to focus my picks on, which is so agree to disagree. All right, I mean that, that that's really all I got. Like I'm 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 not asking you to rehash any conversation or anything like that. But yeah, I came into this with just Nintendo on the forefront of the brain because Nintendo being a Japanese company having a lot of anime tie-ins with the games that they have, like uh, Fire Emblem characters and Kid Icarus characters being in Smash Brothers to uh, no, yeah, yeah, some no, of their I franchises being different animes. That's cool. That's cool because I came in this with an anime front brain, and that's what's awesome about this because we have like very different perspectives, so we clash on this, which is like a fun, interesting conversation to have. So in general, I see your, I, I, I see your point. Uh, I, I disagree with your point, and you disagree with mine. So that's it, bro. It's cool. It's okay. awesome. I just wanted to get that point across, and that was it. I'm good. For sure, for sure. Yeah, all right. So my final pick is another rule bender. Uh, not an avatar or anything. No, okay, I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> um, so this game is available on GameCube, and that's basically the only tie it has to Nintendo. But it's one that I love, and I feel like you, at the very least, would enjoy this franchise. I'm talking about Zatch Bell, Mamoto Fury. I knew about this game from Shonen Jump uh, manga, but I've never actually played it. It's a it. really cool game. It's really, really fun. Uh, when I saw this at the store at EB Games when I was a little kid, it came out uh, in 2006. I think is when I got it. Um, basically, it's a fighting multiplayer where uh, you are a, a human with your Momoto and you go through uh, a, a, not the whole uh, Zatch Bell storyline, but a good chunk of it uh, as uh, Zatch and uh, Kyo. Uh, Kyo's the other character's name, so you know GoPro's going to be a fan. And uh, basically, uh, each Momoto comes with their own spell book and you unleash like their attacks uh, by uh, uh, doing certain commands and you can switch between the human and the Momoto. Um, the, hu the human is wielding the book and, uh, uh, and you can cast the spells and then uh, the Momoto is the one uh, with this basically the, the, the weapon uh, and you can switch between the two like I know when you switch to Zatch Zatch can like run faster there's just different stuff and every level is really cool uh, like there was one specific level I had the hardest time beating where I was playing as Zatch and uh, as Zatch and Kyo and uh, the, the enemy was like destroying the school and the whole point was you had to like Stop this guy from attacking the school, but you couldn't kill him off. You had to run the clock, so it was always like super difficult. And uh, each Momotos can go can have up to six pals, and you they get stronger and stronger. Uh, everyone's got like a shield attack or a, a basic uh, beam attack. So a lot of awesome stuff in this game that I really enjoyed. Uh, I know uh, what what do you know of Zash Bell just in general? Honestly, I know the doll. Like, I know Zatch, and that's really it. The The only thing that I had gathered from Zatch Bell are, like, previews of it I had, either when I was watching Toonami or, uh, like, popping in an anime DVD of some regard, and there would always be, like, a Zatch, or own Zatch Bell on DVD now kind of thing. That's really all I had on it. I didn't, um, I, th this came out around the time where I thought, like, Naruto and Dragon Ball were, like, the only anime that really mattered. So I didn't really branch out to it, so I honestly have nothing. Yeah, Zash Bell is one of those animes for sure that, like, got, like, covered up by the big, uh, the big, uh, anime series, like, uh, Naruto and Dragon Ball and that stuff. Uh, back on- and Pokemon, especially Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, 100%. But back on the, uh, uh, the game itself, there's a bunch of different game modes. Story, Arcade, VS. You can do four-player battles. Uh, there's mini-games, too. Uh, and then there's a gallery where you can, like, go through, like, different, uh, pictures or songs or anything that's, like- It, it sounds like a good one that I at least want to check out or at least look into. Is it just me, or do you see a lot of, uh, a lot of anime games are, like, 
almost specifically fighter games. I feel like, yes, but this one, the cool thing about it is that there's more than just the fights because you do have, like, different types of fights and also uh, an added uh, story mode and, like, an arcade mode. Uh, so it's really, like, it, there's a bit more variance to it, but it's definitely fighter-based. Okay. I mean, that honestly, that's kind of the mo most of the thing that just stu uh, stood out to me is that it's another anime fighter game, <laughs> which, I mean, I'm, I'm totally for because I love... I love anime fighter games. I have a shit ton of them. It, it's just the main thing that stood out to me, unfortunately. All right, go ahead with your final pick, Hotshot. Final pick? Okay, so... God, I'm between two, but I guess I'll go with this one. Uh, this one is one that I had... Uh, that I bought like almost immediately after getting my Switch, but initially didn't really like all that much, but... After a little bit of time, I actually warmed up to, and now it's one of my favorites. It's uh, Pokin Tournament. Oh, yes. Yes, I've heard of this one, and you've talked about it before. It's a good one. It's a good one. It is a good one. It's So it's it's Pokemon, so there's your anime tie-in, you fuck. And <laughs> How dare you talk about anime on anime podcasters? <laughs> how dare I? How dare I talk about anything but anime on anime podcasters? What is wrong with me? But <laughs> How are you? That's not anime. Don't ask me that. <laughs> But instead, instead of your instead of your usual uh, turn base and type versus type and gotta catch them all, it is a straight one v one fight. Uh, kind of inspired by the way of Tekken, which is why it has the name Pokin. So I think it has like twenty playable Pokemon that you can play as, and you just you don't wait for your trainer to yell you shit. You just go in and wreak havoc on them. Um, I actually played a little bit myself, and one of the, or. Before this podcast, I mean. And one of the characters you can play as is Mewtwo. And on top of that, you can play as Shadow Mewtwo. Shadow Mewtwo has a ultimate move that actually racks up 9,999 hits. Like, in one combo move, just not what? over 9,000 hits. Oh my god, what? That's insane. Yeah, so as, as insane as you can see Pokemon get with their moves, um, like, in the series... At least you know that, like, the only thing that's really going to get affected is some of the area around them and their target Pokemon. No, this Shadow Mewtwo literally flies up above Earth with a laser beam and just strikes you down. <laughs> or there's actually another favorite of mine for Gengar. He'll turn into, like, a horrible giant version of himself and eat you for, as a move. It's it's an amazing thing to watch. <laughs> and that that's the other thing. Yeah, no. that's the other thing where like uh so type ups actually don't matter so like where it'd be like water super effective against fire or anything like that they don't matter it just matters like how you can actually maneuver in game it's like usually fighting moves don't have any power against ghost types right but in this one machamp can absolutely wreck gengar damn okay okay that's amazing i just like i love this specific uh i've seen like after the podcast we talked about it, i've seen like this game play out and everything and it just looks so action-packed and fun and intense and i think it has that same thing as uh, the, my first big Naruto, where it takes not uh, it takes Pokemon, intensifies the action bits, and 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 uh, puts it in a tournament format, and that just it's just it's a winning combination in my opinion. And this game is extremely successful. You can see it from the ratings it has and everything. It's a beloved game, and it's a great final pick. And unfortunately, it's just one of those ones that just took me a while to fall in love with. But eventually, after actually sitting down and playing it for a while, I did. Um, one of my friends.
friends who actually recently uh, had to move for uh, undisclosed reasons. Um, I went over to her place and we uh, played this quite a bit like before the move. And we actually first found that Mewtwo move together and both of our jaws hit the fucking ground. <laughs> oh man. So it's it's just, it's one it's one that you can de definitely play with, uh, with a friend or anything like that. And it makes it even better. Unlike original Pokemon that is just like strictly one player unless you're playing Stadium or unless you're connected. This is just one of those few Pokemon games where you can play locally together. And I love that about it. Very cool. All right. Let's uh, wrap things up on my end. Okay. I had Dragon uh, before, Power. Before, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. before that, I do have one quick honorable mention I want to pop up just because of how absurd it is. Go ahead. So this has almost no connection to anime, just so you know. The only thing it has is that it's Mario. It is Mario and Rabbids uh, Kingdom. Do you I don't know what this is. No. Do you know the rabbits at all? No. Okay. Do you know the minions from Despicable Me? Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. Picture Come them. On. Picture them, but as rabbits. <laughs> I'm done. Okay, my five picks. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's all I want. I just want you to know that that exists in the world. There's a game where Mario is working with minions. Oh, my gosh. I won't, um, I won't describe it or anything to you. Just let that, let that sink in. I don't want to let it sink in. All right, well... While you're busy letting that sink in, my picks were uh, Super Smash Bros. the series, Paper Mario the series, uh, Legend of Zelda Hyrule Warriors, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Pokemon Tournament, with an honorable mention of Mario plus Rabbids. Mine were uh, Dragon Power, uh, L, the prologue to Death Note Spiraling Trap, definitely the shortest game title ever, Akira, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm, and Zatch Bell Mamoto Fury. Honestly... A very, very, very different definition of what this podcast was supposed to be from the both of us. But that's half the fun. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way because it'd be way too boring for us to have the same point of view and just agree with everything. I want to get mad at you and disagree with you. That's that's what that's what makes that's what happy. friendship is. It's just getting mad at each other and <laughs> screaming. Here's your anime connection, bro. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like hey man how's it going that's not anime you can't ask me that on podcast it's like well jesus all right i'm just not gonna so how was your day yeah but what what's the anime connection to like your day in, in general hotshot i don't <laughs> i got oh, called so many good memes i got called a weave does that count <laughs> all right let's uh wrap things up where can people find you bro you guys can go ahead and find me right here on giant music's channel on anime podcasters and you guys can find me over on twitter at caution ginger if you guys go over to my channel on here on youtube hotshot ginger i do have a few episodes up of ponsu cast a sister podcast of ponsu of anime podcasters that we talk about more deep uh the more darker side or more pervy side of anime that jane just does not want to touch episodes over there have been kind of slow lately just due to life starting to get back on track and unfortunately me and my co-host schedules don't really mesh all that well to get episodes out so that's why there's been a little bit of a, of a pause between that but once we get that figured out we'll try and get more episodes for you guys yes the next episode is uh, supposed to be Keo's uh, personal pick on our road to 100. Uh, we're going to see how we're going to try to make that work. Uh, at the very least, if we can't make it work, I, I want him to pick the topic and like give us a voicemail or something. I want to include him on one. But the next one will be a Keo-influenced podcast. So you do not want to miss that. Make sure to subscribe to Anime Podcasters 
on all of your podcasting platforms or the one you listen to your podcast on. It's going to be top uh, five shout out anime to India. character designs, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I, I'd be awesome. Uh, and then the other uh, places you can find us is on Facebook.com slash Anime Podcasters. You can find me on YouTube.com slash Giant Music. I'm at Giant Music on social media. And the artwork is provided by GoPro Kyo. He does amazing art. All of our thumbnails. Thumbnails. Thumbnails, all of our character drawings, the logo. He is amazing and available for hire. So go check him out. Link in the description. Make sure to leave us a rating on your podcatcher and a voicemail for us to answer. And that is it. So for myself and Hot Shop, this has been another episode of Anime Podcasters. Bye. Bye.